I think the greatest gift of motherhood is that you are no longer so important. She's a badass in every sense of the word. At home, at the office, at the gym. You may not know her by name, but her work has helped build some of the most popular magazines in circulation today. From Cosmo to Self and now Good Housekeeping. Megan Murphy, eternal optimist, life enthusiast, magazine editor. Oh, and she's also a mom of three. She's giving us the deets on how she really gets it done. I am so proud to welcome one of the coolest moms I've ever met to the Fox 5 Podcast Studio. All right, let's get to it. This is Pre-Motherhood with Teresa Priolo. <laughs> From New York City, USA, welcome to the Fox 5 Podcast Network. My producer's calling this episode, Megan Murphy Gets It Done. What, what? Because you do. <laughs> there are so many, in, being a journalist, especially in New York City, you get to meet so many cool people so many cool women, so many women who wear so many different hats. And when I first met you at a good housekeeping party, I was like, this woman is so badass. She has kids. She's a part of her community. She's an editor at a magazine. And yet she doesn't look the slightest bit stressed out. I don't know how you do it. And your personality is effervescent. So when I found out I was pregnant, I reached out to you, told you, and I was like, I need your mom advice. Help me. So I want our listeners to hear your story and hopefully gain Ooh. some of those Megan Murphy pearls of wisdom. Oh, geez. Yay. <laughs> well, I, I, I am hyperactive, so that's the effervescence. I think it's probably undiagnosed ADD or something because I definitely have an excess of energy. You are very energetic. My mom and my sister are too. There's like a, it's, it's a hereditary thing, but... Um, I do have some, I have some secret sauce. I really do have some secret sauce. Your poor husband. Oh, my poor husband. No. So my <laughs> husband is the boss of logic and reason, and I am the boss of fun and aesthetics. And together we are the perfect human being. I love that. Um, I married my brother's best friend. So we've known each other for 30 years. Um, I'm four years older. So growing up, I was like, ew, gross, don't look at me. And then about 12 years ago, I was like, Mm, oh, love you. So gross. Let's make out and get married. <laughs> and then um, have three kids. And have three kids. Well, literally, when my when we first started dating and revealed this to my brother, he goes, this is the worst thing you ever fucking did to me, Megan. The only good outcome would be you get married and have three kids, and I don't see that happening. Um, fast forward to our best man speech where my brother apologized for that statement, and it became, like, the best thing that ever happened. Right. Yay, yay, yay. Um, but, yeah, I got it right. That, I think the, one of the biggest secrets to getting it done is is being part of a team. We call ourselves Team Murphy. And you do, uh, especially yes. on Instagram or social media. You, you hashtag it, Team Murphy. We function as a team. Like, my husband and I are the ultimate team. I don't cook. My husband cooks. Um, no shame in that. He's better at it. Um, you know, my husband has an MBA, so he handles the finance. I'm in charge of, you know, like, making sure the PTO dues are paid and sign up for acting class and you know, keeping the house in order and organized and decorated and fun. And, you know, like we really do function in that way, especially now. It's like, okay, you're taking karate. I've got basketball practice. You, you're you going to pick up the new puppy. Okay. One, two, three, break. Right. You know, and my kids, I've, I have taught them to function as a team. So if one kid is bad, everyone suffers. They have to function as a team. Um, I grew up as an athlete and I just sort of had this mentality that like teamwork makes the dream work. So my household functions that way. I yeah. love that. I'm a cheerleader and a coach, but we're a team. 
So that's tip number one, really, is tip, tip find the right person to spend your <laughs> exactly. life with. Exactly. Don't get that wrong. Don't get that wrong because that makes it real hard. Yeah. Um, I am really protective about my sleep. I My husband says I have an on and off switch. I kind of function like a robot. I power down at 1017 approximately. I start to get itchy if it's any later than that. And I wake up without an alarm clock at 503. So I Without have, an alarm without clock. Without an alarm clock. So because I have, if you... I'm very protective about my sleep, and so I have sort of cultivated this like sleep rhythm where that's how my body works. It shuts off and it shuts on. I mean, turns on. And my husband will say to me, like, I just have one more thing to tell you. And I'm like, powering down, powering down, powering down. <laughs> Save that for 505 tomorrow off. morning. Exactly. Like, it, my body knows. It's like, like, you know, like, there's no TV in bed. There's no reading in bed. Like, there's no talking. You know, we make out somewhere else. <laughs> you know, because like, I have to shut off when I get into bed. And if I don't shut off quickly, I can't shut off. So I shut off and I shut on, turn back on at 5.03. So be protective about your sleep. And then for me, um, the one thing I do for myself all day is exercise. And, and you are very protective over I'm your one hour. Pr- the good news is I do it at 5.30 in the morning. So very few things get in the way. I don't have many emails, phone calls, right. people, you know, needing a hiney wiped at uh, five o'clock in the morning. And I have created this group of women we sort of call ourselves the dawn patrol good vibe tribe and i feel like i'm going for drinks you know like getting up at five o'clock in the morning is not difficult because i need to know what courtney candy nicole my girls are up to so we're sort of we're we're working out we're we're sweating but we're also working through our problems like today um candy really got her cancer result test back and she was negative and it was like Woohoo! Like we're we're there that. for each other, like in a way that's much more than yeah. We we look pretty good too. Maybe my butt's a little tighter, yeah. but it's like it's a very social thing for me that I'm very protective of, of being with my girls and getting in my workout. And we do lots of different things from SLT to Orange Theory to uh, boxing and yoga at Poe to flywheel. I mean, it's like we kind of mix it up. We don't get bored. We're there for each other through lots of crap. Um, and they've become some of my closest friends. So, and it's so such a different relationship than you have with, say, people that you went to high school, exactly. college with, or people that you work with at the magazine at Good mm-hmm. Housekeeping, or past jobs at other magazines. Because mm-hmm. obviously, Good Housekeeping is not yeah. your first stop. It's there's there's just a bond that forms at that hour. It's like we're these crazy people are all getting up with me at five o'clock in the morning. We're there for each other. We're counting on each other. I mean, it's like there's an accountability and a friendship that's built into those Dawn Patrol mornings where. You know, over the past couple of years, they've become, they've really become my closest friends. I mean, I lost my dad. They were there for, like with me through that process. Like it's that I, I need that time yeah. and I'm protective about that time. It's truly the one thing I do for me all day long because for the rest of the day, everybody needs something from me. I mean, at work, sometimes people follow me to the bathroom. I mean, it's, it's right. you know, and my kids are like, make a play date, do this. I don't want that. I can't, there's nothing to wear. You know, comb my hair. I want pigtails. No, I want a braid. I mean, it's like madness. So, but you know that you've already had your me time. I, I start so you off feel my like... day like it is the ultimate start of my day. I feel like I've taken my happy pill. I've taken my medicine. Like I've had some sweat therapy with some really good friends. And no matter what happens next, I'm ready. The other thing I do is that I go to work late, and I make no apologies about it. The morning time, so I'm home from, I'm done with my workout at 6.30 in the morning. I food shop quickly. No one's in the stores. You get front row you go parking. To f- you go food shopping after the, the workout? Yes. No, you, pr- you park front row. Nobody's in the stores. 
Um, now you're living a suburban life. I'm living a, this easier in the city. Right, everything easier open. in the city. But, but I convinced I convinced um, Shoprite to open at six thirty because they were stocking anyway. What do you What do you mean you convinced? <laughs> I'm very convincing. Um, well, there were people they were stocking anyway, and I and I got a lot of the people from the gyms to also shop at that hour. And there's self checkout, but I have my favorite cashier, Georgiana, is always there, so I like to see how she's doing, and that's also social for me. <laughs> um, but I get my food shopping done at that hour. I'm home by seven. And the kids are just starting to wake up. I have good sleepers, so they're all kind of up by seven. And then it's very important for me that um, I spend some time with them in the morning. So we eat breakfast together. My daughter makes a mean kale smoothie. You know, we're talking about our day. Right now we have a puppy countdown chart going on to the new puppy coming. Um, And then I make the beds with them. I help them get dressed. My babysitter comes at 7.30. And then at that point... um, I start to get ready for work, take my shower. And the kids go off to school. So my babysitter takes the two big kids to school. I walk my one son to preschool um, every day, which makes everybody else jealous. But I have that time with him. And then I hop on a direct train at 916. So I'm at the office by like 1015. But I feel like no matter what happens for the day, I've had quality time with my family. And that's so even if you work key. late or you even have an if event? I, mm-hmm, if I have, I have to work late, I have an event. At least they've had some some quality mommy time where nobody's tired, nobody's super crabby, no one's complaining about homework. No matter what, I have those key mom minutes with Team Murphy in the morning that is really important to me, and I'm also very protective about that. Um, like I, Those are sort of my biggest secrets. And then when I'm at work, I'm at work. What I love is that you really have, you've, you've front-loaded your day exactly. with all of the things that I think a lot of women and men, but perhaps women, struggle to accomplish on the back half of the mm-hmm. day. So you've gotten them out of the way. And that's the thing, too, is I mean, I feel like the morning is something you can own. Right? I feel like any of us can own our morning. Maybe that doesn't mean getting up at 5. Maybe that means getting up at 6 or 7. But it is a time of day where there are far fewer distractions and interruptions and commitments. I mean, who is calling me at 5 o'clock in the morning telling me I need you here instead of there? No one. Right? right? So it's like I might prefer to work out at lunch or at, but that something will get in the way of that. Whereas nobody needs me quite that early right and so that has become something for me as a working mother that has been like secret sauce yeah because you 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 don't just have one child you have three three, kids it's a lot to juggle three and three very energetic kids they've certainly gotten your energy yes your enthusiasm for life and and they have their own schedules But, but then you also have a really demanding job one that I think a lot of people at some point would be like, "Screw this! I, I don't think I can I can I don't think I can live simultaneously in the sort of magazine world and push that with good housekeeping, and then also run Team Murphy on the back end." Yeah. Well, I also feel like I'm not making spreadsheets. Like I love what I do. I love making a magazine. I love good housekeeping. I feel like we speak to 30 million women and it's such an opportunity to make change and have an impact in the world to do something like our September issue, which was the kindness issue, or we, we, we do good. We've started something called the kind cycle. So for me, it's, I'm not making spreadsheets. Um, You're not which is the joke. My paper, husband right? says like you work at Candyland because I'm, I'm excited to go to work, which is also a big difference. Happy mom, happy family, right? Right. It's, I like what I do, so I do it. Um, and I do it without any hesitation or 
resentment. You know, it's like I, I really like what I'm doing. I feel like I'm making a difference. I feel like I get to be creative. I'm a better mom because I work. I'm also a more efficient person because I have a family. So when I get to work, I'm there to work. Um, you know, I'm I'm fully committed. I don't take a lunch break. You know, I, they call me snacks. I snack all day. I'm just sort of fueling the machine to get through the day because I don't make a, a lot of small talk. I'm not going to be like around the water cooler BSing because unfortunately, like, I also have a commute and I want right. to get home to my family. So my priorities are pretty, pretty clear. Um, and so I don't mess around. I mean, I'm very direct. I'm very decisive. I get it done so I can get home. Right, so you can get back to so the main gig. Right. But when I'm there, I am present. And I think that's a, a big picture secret is to be where you are, right? I, I mean, I love a slogan. I love a mantra. Be where you are and be where you are fully. When I'm at work, I'm there fully. When I'm with my family, I am there fully. So now your oldest is how old? Seven. Seven. Uh, so you've had seven years to yeah. morph, evolve, grow exactly. into the Megan Murphy that's sitting here today. Totally. But when you were pregnant or just giving birth to your first... Did you ever think that you could do this so seamlessly? I don't really, Or did you really yeah. struggle with it? Well, the truth is I don't do a whole lot. Like, I really am a person, and I don't know. I have My degree is in theater, and, and a lot of it was being present and truthful in the moment. And I am a person. It drives my husband crazy because it's hard for me to plan. Because if you were to ask me seven years ago, would I be here today? I wouldn't know. How could I have dreamed this life up, you know? Right. So I'm not somebody who plans or thinks forward or looks back i i'm so in the moment and so present i i really feel true like be where you are i don't spend a lot of time worrying where i came from or where i'm going i react just to get the there, day right and i think that's kind of what like motherhood is all about is like reacting to the day you know like i didn't know james was going to need glasses last week whoa i didn't know charlie was going to have to go for a strep test because she was called out like you just can't predict so you just sort of have to deal with what you have when you have it right and I don't so I really don't overthink things I'm not somebody who experiences a lot of stress or anxiety because I work so hard at being where I am it are there any sort of big moments or um big challenges that come to mind especially as you've been growing into the person that you are now you thought I, I didn't think I was going to get through that and yet it all worked itself out especially oh with God. the kids my father was diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer and died within a 5 month span wow. I've got a, like a 5 year old a 3 year old and a 2 year old like uh, holy crap that was, I mean never in That's a million years it was earth shattering and yet I have to keep team Murphy, Murphy strong I have to keep going how that was so how operation good grief I focus on the good and part of that good is my family right like you know I have to be strong for my family and like there's just no choice when you're a mother there's no choice I think the greatest gift of motherhood is that you are no longer so important if that makes sense it's not it's not it's not the Megan show it's the team Murphy show right and so like if I say this to my husband like if I didn't have three kids I probably would have crawled in a hole and died because I didn't have I have to be strong for them they kept you going right like that's that's my only like that's my motivation in life be strong be good for them yeah three little people depend on me I'm not that important anymore it's not like I get to go to have brunch and a pedicure and three workouts on Saturday it's not about me anymore right it's but about people, them but people must 
see your life, especially because you are so open with it on Instagram and think, well, this woman, I mean, she gets a workout in in the morning and she's she works at a fancy magazine. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really does. It, it doesn't seem sanitized in any way, but it really does seem like you have it all. It does. Well, I feel like in the I best have it. possible yeah. way. Well, and I think we the key to the key to happiness is believing you have it all, no matter what you have. If you believe it, you have it all. You have it all, and I believe that even when I get punched in the face with life. I mean, like that's the thing. It's not always easy, but I mean, you it, it is how you see it. And I I I think I have it all. Therefore, I do. Yeah. Talking about logistics in terms of being a mom. So, first of all, um, you are. Self, self shape, shape magazine self, self. I was at Self magazine. Self for magazine. Almost nine, eight or nine years. Okay, and then before that, what? I was at Cosmopolitan, um, and before that, I so I grew up in the teen books. I started at YM. I was one of the founding editors of Teen People. Um, I used to be an actress and a ho- I did was on MTV for a bit. I was a lifestyle correspondent on the Carson Daly Show. I did like commercials and off Broadway and voiceovers with this scratchy voice. Um, <laughs> And, you know, like I did some work um, on the creative team at Victoria's Secret, launched a website for Aeropostale, you know, um, and Delia's clothing brand. I did a, a website for them. So I've, I've always been in media. It all kind of started when I was 18. I was a Horatio Alger national scholar. I wrote, wrote an essay on grit and overcoming adversity. And I was featured on a television show and Bob Costas and Don Johnson and Trisha Weir- Yearwood performed. And um, I got a lot so of national cool. exposure for this essay that I had written. Um, and that launched That's a whole you, nother story. Yeah. So did you ever feel as if, because, again, magazines are predominantly female-dominated. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're any less, yeah. any more forgiving on certain things. Did you ever feel that you needed to make excuses or to justify the fact that you had a family at home or just make sure that that was front and center for people because I think a lot of women, mm-hmm. I feel this way, even though we have a very supportive group here at Fox, you still wonder how people are going to view you now that you ha- they know that you have something more important at home. And it doesn't mean that you're not committed to your job, but it's just me- everybody knows what a family is, what it means, and what it entails. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that I've been very fortunate to be in environments where my bosses were also mothers, where a lot of the people around me were also mothers, so they really got it. Um, and I think if you get it, you realize that mothers are the most efficient, direct, productive human beings on the planet. I mean, I do more before 8 a.m. than most people do in a week. And it's not because I'm better than anyone else. It's because I have three kids at home and my right. priorities are shifted. I mean, if I didn't have three kids, I, I wouldn't be getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. You know, like you just you do what you have to do to make it work. And when you have to, I mean, I've become more efficient with each child. Right, because you have to. Because I have to. I mean, I have no choice. So what do you tell new moms or moms that are thinking about going from kid one to kid two? What do you say to them uh, if they're concerned about how the family life will affect work? Prioritize yeah. clearly is yeah. number one to and, you. And you need, you need good help. I mean, I have an incredible babysitter that I trust. I mean, and that's sort of the key is like that I don't worry about my kids when I'm at work. I mean, I'm able to focus on work because I'm, I'm comfortable with my babysitter's been with us for five years. She's really wonderful. I trust her. So having something like that in place where you just feel confident that your kids are cared for and taken care of and being able to give up some of that control 
and not try to micromanage that situation and be like, okay, they're going to be okay, and I trust that they're going to be okay. Um, you know, and that's part of it. I think you always hear like, one to two, it's insane. Like, I mean, one to two is one to two. Two to three, I hear, is a it's game changer. It's nothing. Honestly, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, sure, outnumbered, but so what? You know, I mean, I, yeah. like, I, ne- I mean, again, like, you just, you deal with what you deal with, and you deal with what you have to deal with. I like I'm I'm haven't been phased by any of it. I kind of feel sad I don't have a fourth, which is why I'm getting a dog. I love happy chaos. But I'm having a baby, and you don't live far from my family, so I'll just drop off oh my, my kid. God. And I like one of our friends just had a, had a newborn, and I was like, oh my god, the baby smell. Do you want to leave her here for the night? <laughs> oh. I mean, it's like you know, it's magical. I'm so excited for you. I mean, it's like it's the best thing ever. That's what I hear, and my husband and I keep saying to people, we're like, either that when they say when people say it's the greatest thing ever. We joke, is that the line that they feed you when you leave the hospital? Like, remember, what are you going to say when people ask you, it's the greatest thing ever? Or really, is it truly the greatest thing ever? And in fact, I we mean, have lived 30-something years on this planet not knowing how amazing life can be. I mean, I I feel sorry for people who don't get to have the joy of motherhood. It has changed me um, and made made me so much of, of a better person. Um, uh, like, they're my reason you know, I mean, it's going to make me misty. By the way, when is the uh, next Team Murphy uh, 5K? Oh, it's been so cold. We haven't been training, but we'll do the pizza run. We have ready, and uh, my son got a little Garmin for Christmas to track his running. You're, you're, which age? He's, kid? F- he's five. He'll be six in yes. March, though. Yes, her kids, six. her kids run with her. Well, we start. I used to run marathons, and now I run 5Ks with five-year-olds, and it's the most amazing, like, I used to, like, I used to race, and now, I mean, I, I am the last one done with my five-year-old, and he's like, we're not taking Charlie last night, last time, which is my daughter, because she slows us down. <laughs> um, you know, so, like, that's been so, our training runs, and, like, that's just been, like, a magical, magical thing to be able to share that. The, the conversations that you'll have on a run with a child are are. I'm just surprised you could get them to keep up. Like, you could get them to keep going. Oh, please. Kids, they don't get cold. They don't get tired. They, you know, my four-year-old said the best day of his life was New Year's Eve because he got to stay up till midnight. It's better than Christmas because he got to stay up till midnight. I mean, kids, like, they're so unfazed by things like a need for sleep, temperature, whatever. <laughs> At least the Team Murphy kids. At least right. Team Murphy kids. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Megan Murphy. I appreciate it. Pre-Motherhood with Teresa Priolo is part of the Fox 5 Podcast Network. This episode was recorded, edited, mixed, made awesome by Matt Onimus. The executive producers are myself, Matt Onimus, and Imad Ashgar. Byron Harmon is VP of News, and our Vice President and General Manager of Fox 5 is Lou Leone. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments or you just want to say hi, reach out to me on Twitter at Fox5Teresa or on Facebook. Teresa Priolo and why. And stay tuned for our next episode. <laughs>